welcome to the TGAM WGM or the That Guy's a Maniac Weekly General Meeting where we discuss what Richie and Farley should be discussing this week. Um, along with that, there's a couple of things I wanted to mention and bring up, but before I go any further, um, I want to hand over to my good assistant Farley. Um, can you remind everyone at the meeting uh, where that guys can be found <laughs> yeah um, as you'll all remember uh, from the recent um, email to all members of staff um, if you work here you should be following that guys of maniac uh, on their um, social media um, some rumors are that because um, they want more followers but actually you know it's because everybody here should really be keeping in touch with their what the guys are posting uh, on uh, That Guy's a Maniac. Uh, and you'll find, of course, you'll all know this, but I'll just remind you all, uh, you'll find them at That Guy's a Maniac on uh, Twitter, uh, Instagram, Facebook, and even YouTube, although they don't post very much there. Actually, we should bring that up next meeting um, about not using some of the channels they have. Uh, and, of course, uh, the home of That Guy's a Maniac, www.thatguys.co.uk. So I really want to see you uh, liking, commenting on uh, every single post, please. Um, and if you don't, uh, we might have to have a look at your employment status here. Oof, brutal. <laughs> you heard it from head of HR, Farley himself. <laughs> of course, I didn't say that because it's uh, not legal to fire people on those grounds, but have a think about it. Yeah. <laughs> Shots have been fired. So, um, the first thing I really wanted to bring up here was, um, apparently, the use of the TGAM WGM as an intro for the show isn't mm. meta enough. Okay. Um, so, we're just wondering how we can sort of establish and change that and make that a bit more um, fourth wall breaking, perhaps. Um, maybe we could bring in some actors who uh, could act to make <laughs> that bit sound a bit more convincing. Oh, okay. Wow, that, that was that was brutal shade. <laughs> right, on to this week. <laughs> so, um, we recently did a little quiz where, um, where Farley picked up some old stuck together magazine and um grab some pictures pictures yeah you got grab some pictures of images of questions um and we chatted through them um and this week richie's done the same <laughs> so yeah i think Shall we um, dive into it yeah an alternative framing for this this is behind behind the scenes of the podcast uh uh, would have been perhaps actually it's a semi-serious idea it's probably already been done um but you know it, uh, maybe it has already been done there are a whole bunch of weird uh do you remember kind of geek dating sites i would say in the mid noughties um but perhaps a series of these questions you could fill out you know as opposed as opposed to your normal dating question oh yeah and then uh you know you match i'm sure up. that already exists like geek dating <laughs> Match yeah. people up depending on whether they like Ken or Ryu. 
yeah. or you can and you can choose whether you go for like similar or whether you go for like opposite yeah yeah exactly so if, if you're playing as ken yeah. i have to play as as rio to be a good match you know sort yeah. Of thing. yeah or do you want to you know uh be perfectly matched do you want to be do you want to have a mirror match relationship or a, a palette swap relationship <laughs> God, these palette swappers at ninety nine percent of all palette swap relationships end in divorce. Ninety nine percent that's quite a high percentage. That's, that's significant, statistically significant. <laughs> yeah. That is very significant. But yeah, anyway, um So I've sparked up a few questions which I um, sparked, you've sparked up a question. Uh, well, I've sparked up a big <laughs> doobie. <laughs> you've, you've, <laughs> rolled, <laughs> you've rolled a whole bunch of questions. <laughs> sparked that bad Sp- boy up. <laughs> Sparking that bad boy up. No, no, no. no. Well, okay, I have um, collated some questions okay. to spark debate. Nice. Which was the actual sentence that formed in my head. I just said it much, much quicker just, than just I should do. Yeah, smushed it together and removed half the words. Yeah, exactly. It's, it's classic Richie, brains faster than the mouth, or or something. One of the ways round it. Yeah, yeah. Um, so straight in. Okay. Farley, are yeah. visual novels games? That's that's not. A... <laughs> yes or no question, is it? It's um... not a yes or no question. Although you could say yes or no. That's true. It is a yes or no question. <laughs> That's what I meant. It might be definitive. <laughs> um, are visual novels games? Oh, um, uh, I'll be honest with you, Silla. Um, I haven't. <laughs> <laughs> Let's move away from the dating app side of things here. We did the compatibility quiz in season one. Let's leave it there. Yeah. Um, I've not really played that many uh, visual novels. Um, and the ones I have played are borderline puzzle games slash visual novels, like your Hotel Dusks, your Another Code. Yeah, like um, what's um, the 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 one with the tanks in World War Two that you like? The tanks in World War Two. Yeah. Oh, no, no, that has a whole RTS in it. Yeah, exactly. But it's a visual novel with an RTS game. <laughs> <laughs> okay, you, you spend ninety percent, ninety nine percent of your time playing the. Uh, the RTS uh, I, oh okay I thought it was like 50% of the time you're just no, watching no, people no. clicking through the text as they appear and disappear no most of the time it's you clicking on little little people in tanks and moving them around and then uh, uh, there's cutscenes in between oh, okay. um, and apart from uh, the that guy's a game there's a mini the game uh, part 3 the origins or something. yes something, something hilarious and edgy like that. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I haven't really played many of them. Virtues and Last Reward is that? Oh, I, yeah, I get them all confused. There's one that's like an escape room. Yeah, probably. But if it's an escape room, then it's definitely a puzzle. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So I think it's a tough one from my point of view because everything about them screams computer game. One, they're digital. Two, they've got our assets. Um, but there's no puzzle element. It's like everything about a game, but without the game. Or everything about a video game, but without any actual 
puzzle grinding or turn-based or anything in between. I think if you have to make a choice that affects the outcome, maybe that is definitely a game. But then, like, yeah, you can throw that into, like, a choose-your-own-adventure yeah. kind if it's of just, thing. Yeah, if it's, yeah. you know, I think it has to be significant, so it can't just be... Uh, you, know, you know how sometimes it's quite prominent at the moment, uh, or just quite, it's, just, it's just become part of the general landscape of gaming to give people the idea of a choice. Yes. But you can tell yeah. from the structure of the response that oh, you would have said this either way. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, um, they've had that like in like Skyrim and Oblivion that you know. Regardless of how that you are actually going to answer, the NPC will talk back to you in exactly the same dialogue. Yeah. Regardless, you know, and you're just like, oh. yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, Pokemon. I was replaying Pokemon Sword and Shield, and it has it in there a lot. Yeah, it's point. It's pointless, right? You'd be like, you know, do you do you want to do this? And you could say, you know, the yes, I would. Or you could say, like, you know, put spaghetti. On the my worst is when you say, and then no, the response, the response, and then like, it. <laughs> I knew you'd be like that, you quirky. And yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. The worst um, is in games when you press no, and then it just stops the dialogue, and then you just have to talk to them again until you say yes. Now that's usually just because if you do this, you're going to move beyond the plot to this point. So, yeah. are you sure you want to go forward? But they masquerade it as something, you know, something else. Like, are you sure you want to fight the elite four now? Are you sure? Or could you not go to the Pokemon Center and you know get yeah. yourself some potions? Yeah, or the fucking daycare woman. <laughs> yeah, scams you every time you go to check to pick up the eggs, uh, to pick up one of your breeding Pokemon. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Um, so I think yes, yeah, so I think if if you yeah, if uh, there are visual novels out there, where essentially you just click through it, right? Yeah, I mean, reading, uh, reading I think, a book. Yeah, exactly. A, a lot of it is just a very, very. It's a a book in video game format. Sometimes, I mean, visual novel is literally what I could have just said. <laughs> um, mm, but yeah, a book, know, yeah. I, yeah, you know, yeah. there's a difference between an interactive book, uh, which is yeah, because all, all books are interactive, and a <laughs> visual novel. Yeah. Um, so yeah. I'd set, I'd set my bar pretty low. I think if yeah, if there's choices you can make, which just change the outcome of the story in significant ways, yeah, um, then that's, that's like you game. get a better different ending art or whatever something like that, you know? Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 Or if you you know if you looked at the um, flow chart like in I think Beyond Two Souls kind of party did a level would show you the flow chart of oh, could have made a choice here. But if, if that flowchart is essentially no. the same, it's just, it's just the way you got there, yeah. um, then presented through a visual novel format, a clicking through text with yeah. anime girls uh, with different po- uh, different uh, what do you call it? poses, faces, emotions. Um, <laughs> different emotions, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Then, yeah. But like I say, we not, not really felt compelled. And I think it's because um, or a part of it is because it, I can never seem to cater thing, these things for my reading speed. So I'm always 
switching between uh oh, I'll do it on auto because I'm I'm sick of just pressing A too much. But then auto be slow, so then I'll have to press A too much. And um as as tiny a niggle as that is, it does put me off. Okay. Yeah, like that's justifiable. I get it, absolutely. Yeah. I, I don't have too many issues pressing A to have the ability to turn it off and on. But yeah, yeah, no, I, I I'm one of these people who as soon as I can I hate any slow appearing text. It yeah. Fucks me off in so many games. So it's like make it all appear immediately, I'll read it at my own pace. Yeah. Do not scroll and make the thing appear, especially if there's no audio to go with it either. You yeah, know, like if it's you know, if it's if it's being shown to you at a speaking speed as like somebody is saying it, you know, like uh, you know you know what I mean. Um yeah. yeah then that's fine but otherwise stop doing that it's, it's awful in video I games do, I do feel bad um, I think in Fire Emblem Three Houses um, because they all have audio and there's a little bit of animation around the characters um, <laughs> I just skip through it you know it'll be, it'll, you know, they'll have a little one they'll do the you know the manga expressions um, but if you just skip through the text, you don't see any of that. And so yeah. I do feel a little bit bad. It's obviously huge amounts of effort have gone into it, but like, do I really want to spend... I mean, don't, don't, don't get minutes. hung up on <laughs> the huge amount of effort that's gone into it. Yeah. Then you have to like walk through the streets and appreciate every building and think, oh my God, <laughs> think of all the work that was put into just the foundation of this house. You know? Yeah, no, but, no, no, but, no. but you know, at least the building exists for a reason <laughs> and people live in it, whereas... whereas uh, me blasting through uh, <laughs> Fire Emblem. Yeah, no one's going to see that. Yeah. But on the note of visual novels, Doki Doki Liter- Literature Club. One of your favourites, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, you, you can't get past it. You, you don't believe me when I tell you it's a psychological horror. Uh, I, think I, I think I watched part of a Let's Play, but um, I don't know. Let's Play visual novels yeah yeah no no that 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 is practically the same as playing it let's play it's just somebody else pressing a for you and imagine that would be even more frustrating for you yeah or talking over it somebody somebody talking over a visual novel yeah yeah no but um as games go it is a game uh visual novel and it just it 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 fucks up so many tropes it's such a great thing I mean, it was literally, like, I think it was free when it first came out on the PC. And it was like, oh, right, what is this? And everyone was saying it's the best psychological horror. And I was like, what are you talking about? This is like anime girls. What are they doing? And then... Um, yeah. you, you, Puritan Richie was just like, oh, this is so fucking outrageous and disgusting. I, I will download it and play it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. My, uh, what was it, the... <laughs> what, what's the woman in America that you compared me to? <laughs> the woman in America. Yeah, the one that hates everything. Super Puritan. It's ringing no bells. Oh my god, it's probably from the eighties. Um, it's like a woman who would campaign against everything oh, and anything. Mary outrageous. Whitehouse. Yes, you She's can... British. Is she? I think so. Okay. Yeah. I, I probably think American because of the name 
White House. I know. <laughs> like, uh, I have zero uh, God. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know British, who this woman is. British teacher and conservative activist. I remember seeing her on uh, on TV growing up. Ah, uh, okay. Sorry, yeah, Mary Whitehouse. I'm so outraged with this disgusting product. Yeah, yeah, you could have complete. No, no, I slowly am... play all the way through it and get every end, every single ending possible yeah. out of it. Yeah. yeah, just to work out exactly how this filth. No, no, no. <laughs> and I mean, like there, there's like um, it is anime schoolgirls, and you're just like, mm, is this mm. appropriate for someone to be playing? Yeah. But then, of course, there is the underlying. This is a psychological horror, and it fucking it does its job so well. That you like get suckered in over and over and over again, back to what you think this is, and then it's glitching, and you're like, oh, it, brilliant, brilliant um, narrative, and well that, worth it. And is it just because I didn't, I didn't watch the videos long enough? Um, essentially, is it just clicking through text? No, there there are plenty of choices to make, and actually things you need to do as well. Okay. Yeah. Beyond. Choosing text. Um, I mean, like most of it is choosing text, and I imagine since they've ported this to the Wii, that a lot of the things that you had to do in the PC version will no longer be there. Um, but yeah, it's uh, it was an experience, well worth it, and it's presented in a very very cutesy way that it keeps suckering you in, and that's why it's so cool. I I would strongly recommend it. And yeah. I'm sure you'll just never play it. Like, if go. I ever play Revelations, you're allowed to play that sort of thing, you know. <laughs> this week of the pod- this week's podcast sponsored by Ducky Ducky Club. Yeah, and yeah, Richie banging on about it. So, is, is it? But is it that game that has convinced you that uh, visual novels can be games? Um, no, I'm just. I think using the broad term game when applying it to video games is a tough one because it does have every single other element apart from like say a puzzle or some kind of action mechanic or some kind of core um that being said it is a digital form of telling you a story um yes the interaction is low and yes there is no 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 engagement on the sort of action level do you know what yeah. i mean yeah, yeah. Uh, so, so I'm, I'm going to say it's a video game. Is a is a Kindle the world's big, biggest console? No. No. I I mean even then I I, I doubt Kindles even outnumber like some of the handhelds that exist. No, but books do. Yeah, but as in if the if visual novels. If, is Kindle representative of it? I mean, like, I have a Kindle Fire. It's basically, a, a, you know, a, an Android tablet that happens to read books from the Amazon store. Yeah. You know, it, you, but but reading a, is reading a book is reading an ebook playing a game. I, no, no, absolutely not. What a visual novel does offer you is digital assets like art and music and all e-books, sorts of other. Ebooks can have those. Uh, yeah, but probably not 
Well, I mean, like, okay, if they're going to border into visual novel territory, then sure, they can be, but I'm sure the number of them do not justify that being the biggest platform in your previous statement. Okay. Yeah, but the dialing number, it back to just the written word, no, the number of course. Of books yeah. being, being what makes it the biggest platform. Right, okay. So it's the console with the biggest number of games on it. Yeah. I, no, absolutely not. Okay. <laughs> right, and and where what's your stance, Farley? Uh, what's the question again? <laughs> Are visual novels games? Are visual novels games? Sure. Sure. Okay. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yes, yes. We got there in the end. Yes or no question. Okay. Now here's a more binary one for you. You ready for this? <laughs> more binary than yes or no. <laughs> yeah. Well, okay, it's Shit. uh it's moving Hard yes. <laughs> Hard no. <laughs> it's moving away from yes or no, but it's a binary answer. I, I... <laughs> How does that help you? Okay. Yeah. Are you ready? Are you <laughs> equal are... amounts of no sense. Have you <laughs> adopted the brace position? I have, yeah. I've okay. uh, I've I've cleansed my palette of visual novel questions. Okay, good, good, good. You're on theft auto. Yes. Cars or motorbikes? Oof. Oof. <laughs> <Oof>. <laughs> now I'll talk through my my options. If there was um, equal availability of both, it would be motorbikes, hands down. I prefer the motorbike. Love bombing around on a motorbike. It's easier to get around on a motorbike. Do the crazy stunts on a motorbike. You can shoot straight forward on a motorbike. You can shoot so. straight forward on a motorbike. You can do wheelies. You can, you know, everything. Motorbike is brilliant. And even if you, you know, it's even better when you properly stack it and go ragdolling across the level. However, depending on what GTA you're talking about, but in most of them, I think, they are something you can't really rely on in the same way that you can, you know, there will be a car within running distance. And if, even if, you know, you're kind of uh, doing the thing where maybe you've got one or two stars and you're running down the street and you're trying to uh, <laughs> trying to get into a vehicle and you see somebody with a motorbike go past and then you kind of make an effort <laughs> yes. to chase after that person or try to shoot them off the bike or steal a car just so you can ram the motorbike just so you can get on the motorbike. <laughs> yeah, but you can't always rely on them nope. to be around. They're hard to find. Um, I remember in, I think, GTA 3, um, they were really scarce, uh, but there was um, a... I could remember uh, the really fast bike in the showroom. And so then it became a a meta game of just constant, you know... Yes. I've spawned from the hospital, and now I have to go and make my way to get a motorbike. Half the time you wouldn't get to the motorbike because some other shenanigans would happen. You know, or you'd get the motorbike and then um, instantly die because you're going too fast and, and hit the middle of the thing. Or, or yeah, or you just get on it and you'd go through that um, animation of putting on the helmet and the person you knocked off the, the bike just punched you in the side of the head or something <laughs> like that, you know. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, the, uh, GTA 3 and Vice City, they both had that weird mechanic of whatever vehicle you're on at the moment, 
we'll spawn more of it around you. So it was always <laughs> a bit of a kick to the crotch. It's like, yeah, I finally got my, you know, the the, the motorbike. And then there's just like a thousand of them around yeah, you. Everyone, <laughs> yeah. Is, yeah, everyone is riding in a motorbike. Or, or um, uh, when you think it's a motorbike, um, but it's actually a mo- <laughs> moped. Oh, God, yes, yes, yes. <laughs> you just, uh, yeah, buzzing along one mile an hour or something on, on the yeah. moped. Although I, I was a big fan of the bike. You know, coming out of that, um, the in GTA San Andreas, that yeah. very first sort of bit where you got the bike. I mean, that that's the only reason my character never got fat, which is basically I did every mission on a on a, a bike. <laughs> you know, <laughs> it was quite fun, right? Because it's one of yeah, it's one of these things where um, uh, if you were looking at, I don't I don't think anyone's doing this. But if anyone was min maxing. There is no reason to ever use a bike in GTA because it's it's less efficient. You have to keep pounding the um, the joypad to keep well, going. Well, yes, that is true. Um, the San Andreas version on the PS2, you had to just keep tapping. And yeah. You had to tap it fast to actually yeah. do that. But yeah. do you know that they changed that? In? Uh, well, every recent remake of it so um the hd version which is pretty much the only version you get now is actually based this is really boring is actually based off of the ipad version of gta um san andreas where using the bike you just press and hold and in this case it's the virtual joypad but they ported that weirdly to the ps3 digital store and the 360 digital store and whatever like new versions and they kept in that holding down um Trash. button mechanic well, i did well, a wait. replay of san andreas a few years back well, i way to ruin gta san andreas with one, <laughs> with one, with one change yeah worst game ever it takes you roughly you know 30 seconds to get over it it really does. <laughs> I mean, don't get me wrong. I've been through, I've been through the motions. I did it. I, I, I was there, man. I, yeah. I fucking tapped that button. Yeah. But removing it so that you could actually just press and hold it and use it as a bike. Well, okay, yeah, that's fine. I'm, I'm not upset at that, and neither is my RSI. But so you don't get to control the speed of your bike. Mm. You do, because. Um, if you have analog buttons, you're you can choose what speed you're going at. Um, no. Okay. I still don't know. It's still sad. I'm um, sorry. I didn't mean to sadden you there, but yeah, oh, no, it's basically fine. the San Andreas. Yeah, San Andreas stopped with the PS2 release. Yeah. The HD remake has has things that you will like in it. Yeah. Things I like it. Yeah, who's ever fucking finished a GTA game, honestly? <laughs> well, it depends on your definition of finished. Got to the end, done all the plot. Yeah. that That's finished in a fashion. Yeah. Collected all done. the pigeons. That, that That's like... That's too far, man. Have you hit the credits on any GTA game? Yeah. I would say all of them. All of them? Well, all wow. the ones I've played. Yeah. So as GTA 3... Vice City, San Andreas, like GTA 4, and GTA 5. Yeah. Okay. What happens in the other GTA 5? 
what happens in the end of GTA yeah. 5. Yeah. Um, one of them goes to jail, doesn't he? <laughs> no, I've never finished them. Like, the, the main plot's easy to finish. It's just all of the side missions that distract you. Yeah, maybe. But you always know, like, once you finish the main plot, you can just go back and do open world stuff and it doesn't make a difference. Yeah. I, and no, the other added benefit of it is actually when you complete the game, you, you finally get all of... You have everybody's, you know, special skills like Trevor's rampages and all that sort of stuff fully unlocked and things like that. And, you know, like, what's his face? Um, oh, my God. I can't remember any of their names. Franklin. Michael. Franklin. Franklin, yeah. Franklin has, um, like, he has driving skill updates as yeah. well. And I think he gets his final one in the final mission as well. Oh, cool. Yeah. So, yeah, it's worth playing through just so that you have everything at your arsenal. Everything at your arsenal? But I don't know. <laughs> that I feel like that is a phrase, but it's wrong. It's wrong. Yeah, yeah. Um, okay. Well, I, I think I did finish GTA 3 to get the mansion, don't you? I remember yeah. getting the mansion, um, but I don't think I've finished any of the others. In fact, I've probably done everything but finished them. Like all the side missions and yeah. UFO parts and submarine bits. Um, but then, yeah, on GTA 5, I'd spend hours like trying to get to the cinema when it was open on time. <laughs> yeah, or what was it? Like, you had the... Oh, I've forgotten the main character in GTA 4. What's his name? It's not Roman, it's... No, it's the guy that Roman talks to. Yes. He's burning all the time. But you've got, like, you've got the girlfriends and you've got the friendships and you've got to keep them up by going to, like, internet cafes at certain times and things like that. Oh, man. See, I, this is stuff I don't like in, in GTA at all. Mind yeah, you, I... I also don't like the shooting in GTA. I find it the most frustrating <laughs> <laughs> part of the game. Like, I like the driving, I like the going about, but then suddenly you're in a horrible warehouse and there's hundreds of people coming at you and you're like, oh my god, auto-aim, please. <laughs> yeah. How can I cheese my way out of this? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. Fine. Um, what about you? Cars or bikes? Oh, bikes, 100%. Mm. Um, yeah. Like, um, anytime I could uh, get a bike, it's just, it's more manoeuvrable in traffic and all that sort of stuff. It's just, yeah. it's more fun to use a bike. And of course, no nonsense. You can shoot directly in front of you. Not, uh, you know, to the side of the window. Yeah. You know, you're Which shooting you directly in front of you. Yeah. Because you can't see where you're going when you're yeah. whilst you're doing that. And it was like, like there were certain missions where you're like chasing down cars and stuff like that. Like, um, and you just have to shoot the the tires out and stuff like that. Doing yeah. that in another car is a nightmare. <laughs> Always go for the bike. Always go for the bike. You know. Yeah. Yeah. Bike it is. Clear yeah. Bike is the winner. Good question. Yeah. Right. This one's actually for you entirely. Okay. Aeroplane dogfight or space dogfight? Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> that one is tricky. 
that is tricky. We may have talked about this on the uh, spaceship episode. We did a little bit, but I don't think we went into a lot of specific detail. No, <laughs> so the obvious advantage to uh, airplane dogfight on land is that you have that whole cool thing with the horizon, right? It is, yeah. And so uh, that's cool to have in the background flipping around. And as the player, you can feel like you're going upside down or doing a barrel roll or uh, there is a very real risk that you will crash into the ground if you're, yeah. you know. Gravity if, is a thing. Yeah. Um, but the downside to that uh, is if you watch someone playing a, a flight sim, flying game with with dog fighting, <laughs> is it can be the most boring thing to watch. But this is true in space as well, because essentially you're just chasing the little cursor. Right? You've got a little cursor that says, "Here's the enemy," and you're just kind of wrestling your plane to try and get the little cursor in the middle of your screen so that you can, you can fire. Um, in space, you don't have that, obviously. You don't have the element of there being a horizon, so you can go any which way. Um, so I don't think it makes much difference um, because most of the time you can't see yourself doing these things. Ideally, you need like a third camera <laughs> yes. you know, or like an instant replay to, to, to show you what happened. Because, yeah, otherwise, it's, uh, um, yeah, you can't. You're just looking at the camera moving, really. Yeah, yeah. Um, you imagine you've done this more silky smooth barrel roll, <laughs> yeah, flipped yeah. round, and, yeah, you yeah. know, you get that smarmy, oh, I've got you in my sights now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> um, but in reality, it's just probably two, two things. Like, right next to each other but just spinning around on their axes trying to find each other um <laughs> most boring thing ever um but i will say there is as much as i do like space games and spaceships and the lasers and the rail guns and all that nonsense uh, there is something um uh there's something different something purer maybe with uh, being flying around a planet, you know, invokes all those. You don't really get them anymore, right? Uh, do, you, do you have memories of watching just dogfighting films? Or, or no, you know? absolutely not. The closest I've seen to a dogfighting film is probably Top Gun. <laughs> yeah. I, and I, I don't even think that I had much about planes in it. It was just... Yeah, well, they just used to, you know, when you, when my dad would watch the TV, it always felt like on a, on a Sunday or whatever, it was either westerns or, or um, yeah. films about, you know, planes and, and, and war. Yeah, and, yeah. yeah, and then they, they kind of splice in um, what I presume was just war footage yeah. uh, of the planes <laughs> crashing into, into the sea or, or, you know, blowing up in the sky. Um, and there's a whole uh, like subgenre um, of anime and Japanese games about this. So Skycrawlers was very good, both the game and the anime. Um, so yeah, maybe I'd say it's air, airplane, aeroplane, airplane, dogfights. Um, 
And they're a much rarer beast. Okay. I have zero input on this one. This is a question entirely for you. No, no skin in the game. Like, like the closest I have to like space dog fighting or anything like that is like those uh, mini games you'd get on um, like the Star Wars games where you're controlling the Millennium Falcon or the fake Millennium Falcon from Shadows of the Empire or whatever. You know. What's, what's the name of the uh, main character in that game? Dash Rendar. <laughs> <laughs> Don't fuck with me. <laughs> right. And did you have a preference? Um, I, I, I like probably the idea of space dogfighting more. Um, airplane dogfights probably step too much into the realm of flight sim. Um, mm. and any time I've ever touched any sim, sim. It has been a disgusting, horrible world of tutorials where you realise that you actually have to devote hours and hours just to learn a control. Um, and it, it, Sims hurt me. Like We were talking about the train sim the other day there um, on the podcast. You know, the, the ones where you can actually like go and do uh, like Waterloo to Portsmouth if you wanted to. You know what I mean? Hello. Hello. Okay. I lost you. You disappeared. No, you disappeared. You were mid thing. Abs no, I was still talking away. Yeah, you know, you, you said hours and hours and then just vanished. Oh, no, well, I was still talking, um, if that okay. helps. And it was still doing stuff. Um, so, hang on, we need to pumpkaboo this. Yeah, so the thing with Sims is that um, there is such a steep learning curve that it's... It's hideous to think about the amount of time and effort you need to spend putting in on them. So, I would say that I prefer space dogfighting because, in general, it's going to be more accessible. He says in a high-pitched tone. <laughs> what about would Would you say the you know the Death Star run, which I'm sure we've both done in many different games? Yes, that, many, many. That's not. Is that space dogfighting? Um, usually there is a precursor scene where you are taking down TIE fighters before you're allowed to go and do the, um, yeah. the Death Star literally, run. Literally every single time. It's shoot these towers, shoot these TIE fighters, now you're allowed to do the run. Yeah. <laughs> so, yes, it does count as space dogfighting in a fashion, but again, like, my... Uh, and I suppose, uh, what was it, Rogue Squadron... It was mostly yeah. all um, space dog fighting. No, it wasn't, was it? No. No. It had I mean, a, a ceiling and a floor. We yeah. went over this before. I'm so glad we're rehashing our old um, <laughs> podcast already. <laughs> <laughs> that evergreen content same, is evergreen. We're going to pick it twice. New, you know? <laughs> having the same new thoughts. Genuinely new. Yeah. Despite the fact that they're clearly old. Yeah, really, really old as well. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I could do, I could do with a, uh, uh, yeah, Ace Combat still hanging there. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you quite yeah. like that one, yeah. Yeah, but uh, I appreciate your point about proper flights. <laughs> and if any of these space combat or airplane combat games actually gave you proper sim controls, they'd probably they'd probably demonstrate how it's actually really, really hard to shoot down another plane when you're in a plane. Yes, that is probably, and I'm sure games like that actually exist, and they don't sound fun. <laughs> I like you know the, the world record holder has like 18 kills <laughs> and he's been playing the game for 25 years yeah and, and like actually has like a flight control stick and a, a chair and like seven screens so that he's got the proper flight sim you know yeah yeah shit yeah. going on fuck that like I'm not in, uh, like I, I, I'm not down for that sort of stuff at all no. give me easy mode and missiles no. yeah Homing missiles. Yeah. 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 Behind a currency. <laughs> <laughs> well, if you've got one currency, you might as well have three. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> right. Okay. So, you say plane combat, and I, I say space combat. There we go. Yeah. There we go. That, that's... It's, it's where we've got to. Um... Now, this is something that... This next question... I assume you're ready to move on to the next question. Are you prepared? Okay, cool. I'm ready. Uh, Which kind of scrapes on a couple of things that we've already talked about. So, Farley. Yes. Hyper-realistic graphics or anime graphics? (laughs) (laughs) Is Is it specifically those two options? Those two options. Okay. Um... Uh, this might not be too much discussion, he says cautiously. <laughs> <laughs> Thirty minutes later, we're still talking. What is hyper? No, um, uh, I'd I, I think I choose anything, almost anything, over hyper realistic. So yeah, a- animate me. Um, just because I'm just thinking of the recent trend, where you know you've got your the the Kashima game where they carry the backpack and the babies in the rain and stuff like that I forget what it's called <laughs> um, Death Stranding is that yes de- yeah yeah that that one and right although you, you're you're spot on and that there is a trend in that there are at least there's like Horizon Zero Dawn that is also carrying a baby around. Is it bit. okay? Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> a lot. There's a lot of baby carrying in hyper-realistic environments. In um, and but they're doing the whole uh, motion capture in the face to actually put those people in the game. Yeah. Like yeah. you had a uh, Kevin Spacey a few years ago before he got cancelled, actually yeah. in one of those war games, and you got the uh, bad guy from Breaking Bad season three. He's recently been put in a game, and it's just like. They've taken all of this effort to recreate this person entirely. Yeah. Um, despite the fact to be in the cutscenes of this game. Yeah. Despite the fact that that whole endeavor peaked with uh, Command and Conquer. By actually just putting in a cutscene with a video of them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just filming them on a, you know, on a green screen. Yeah. Uh, or, or like a red dwarf set. Um, <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> I dig it, I dig it, yeah. <laughs> uh, 
Yeah, I just, I, I think even if you do, well, you know, it's barely merits mentioning. Of course, you have the uncanny valley, and yep. even as we approach hyperrealism, um, uh, occasionally I'll get caught out by things, but that's mostly on context. Like you'll be watching an advert or, or um, uh, something on TV, perhaps, and you're like, "Oh, is that, is that CG or not?" Um, but in yeah, in games, I think even if you do a really really good job, it just becomes really boring. Yes. Um. So I, I think know, that's playing... the problem. Like, unless they're going to do something really outlandish with yes. it. Yes. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, do hyper real and then and then do something that you'd never see otherwise. Um. It just. Yeah, you just just, you just accept it and it's a bit, a bit a bit boring. So the it's, you know Assassin's Creed games are absolutely stunning, um, and beautiful and uh, hyper real mm, sort of graphics wise. Yeah, yeah. hyper real graphics wise. Yeah, yeah. Then you don't do some silly gameplay thing that doesn't make any sense, or you walk, you watch a horse half run up a wall. Um, yes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but it doesn't stand out, or it's not as memorable as uh, something which is taking a completely different style. And in this case, uh, we're talking about an anime style. Yeah. Um, yeah. But there is a glut of anime games, like because almost everything that comes on, like the you can just search for like Japanese on on Steam Store, and you'll just get a ton of cell shaded anime games as well which sort of begin to blend into each other as well in yeah that sort of it's fashion. really hard <laughs> it's really hard um uh if you're you know just scrolling social media or or uh you know, watching like a what's coming up video on youtube and it's really hard to tell them apart yeah all right here you know here's a some pink-haired schoolgirl, and here's some blah blah blah. This could be anything from Guilty Gear through to uh, Sailor Moon. Yeah, done. <laughs> yeah, Sailor Moon. Um, I have no idea. You know, or, or you know, you see people who who are obsessed over one particular character. And it's like, I've not. You could you could tell me that was from uh, uh, a game, a manga. Somebody's original character, um, you know, they all look the same. Yeah. All look or it could be one of those um, YouTube idols or whatever, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It could, be, or you know, or even just like a a mascot of the you know, Japanese bin. Yeah, or something. mascot of um, cup noodle, you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, but in saying that, you do get yeah, you obviously get a, you can get different stylings of anime. You know, Watercolor. Yeah, of course. Yeah, you yeah. get lot, lot, lots of different work is done on it. Yeah, of course, you get your chibi. You get, yeah, and Ghibli's Where's moved into three D recently as well. Uh, yeah, the Pixar version yeah. one. Shame. Yeah, I think the did, hybrid. Did you, did you see it? The hybrid. Yeah, I thought it was quite good. I thought it was fine. I got over it almost immediately. Yeah, I just, I just feel let down. You know, just watching it. Uh, yeah, I mean they did that. The princess, 
something or other and that was all watercolour painting and it was beautiful, it was wonderful, all hand done yeah. and all that sort of stuff. And then the next one they bring out is a 3D Pixar version of Ghibli. And I'm like, yeah. Fine. All that all that that weird hybrid thing that you see where you know it, it mostly looks like it's been animated in certain style and there'll be like a you know, three D bit to it or a bit where it is a animated character over yeah. computer yeah. graphics. Um it dates really badly, really poorly. It's, it's like it's already jarring when you're watching it, and you just know that in ten years' time it's going to be like, oh my god, yeah. <laughs> why did we ever, you know, put up this stuff? Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, it's like the the etched on lightning strikes you get in the Hellraiser, you know, <laughs> the, the yeah, awful, yeah, exactly. Awful special effect, the only special effects in it. It's just like, ugh, apart from the prosthetics, yeah. yeah. And, and maybe when it came out, it was sort of cutting edge and got away with it because yes. it was sort of cutting edge. But, but you were still kind of like, ooh, wow, okay. Yeah. How did they do that? Uh, and then a year afterwards, it just like, shh, absolute shite. There's, um, <laughs> uh, I don't think they do it anymore, but there's Marvel and maybe DC also went through a phase of doing that. Um, you know, so there were, there were like, computer generated comics. They just look so bad. Um, yeah. So, yeah, I think I'm just going to choose anime just just because it's not hyper real. You? Yeah, I, I, for many of the same reasons. Like the the hyper real stuff, I just feel like it's it's good that they're doing the effort, but it's still not as good as any deep fake stuff that anybody has done. Um, and I feel like that could be a route that's more sensible. Um, I, I, but I don't know. Um, yeah. I I would say I prefer anime graphics because I don't know it, you're playing in a virtual world, not doing a fucking sim um, of some kind. <laughs> so I, I suppose it's very similar to the what I was banging on about in the previous question. Um, no, yeah, I think um, I, I like anime stylings, but I, I am also like you. Like, I I have the otaku leanings, but I have zero idea when people start banging on about a character from this thing. Look, look, look at her. She's got pink hair. And like, I have no idea who this is. And yeah. why should I know yeah. who this is? You know? Yeah. Is, is this a character from Pokemon that I don't know? Is it a gym yeah, leader that I've completely <laughs> forgotten about? <laughs> uh, or is this uh, is this Miku again, but with different hair? Or Chef Miku? Or blah, 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 blah. Oh, yeah. See, I don't even um, know who Miku is. You know Hatsune, Hatsune Miku? Zero. No. Uh, she has a bunch of karaoke games. Um, but she... She's one, of, she's one of these um, virtual idols, but you, you just see her every. Like oh, she's blue hair. Yeah. Yes, yes, and she's got like, uh, she's, she's sci-fi-ish. Yeah, she can be everything. So she, oh, there, okay, you know, yeah, she's yeah. she's in the she's done a collaboration with some real pop band. There's like racing style Miku, oh. and there's oh. chef style Miku. Then she's got her own games, and then I'm sure she's got twenty visual novels. And, by the yeah, just one of these, one of the most successful, I think, of these. Okay, idols. so successful. Yeah. I didn't know who you were talking about. 
But yeah, yeah. You, like, despite the fact you've definitely, definitely <laughs> would have seen her in a load of different things. Yeah. Um, um, and then the other funny thing about it is it, it seems to be well, a trope about hyper hyper realistic graphics. Um, seems to be you know around like um, uh, what do you call it? You know when the different graphics cards release the tech demos, not tech demos. Yeah. Um, or when a new big game that's going for hyper graphics will do a teaser and for some reason uh freckles and skin spots has become oh i know and again it's like i always feel sorry for that guy like it's the breaking bad actor and i don't know his name um but he has recently been put into a video game and he has blemishes and every single blemish in his face is made into this 3d re-rendered version of him you know that's motion captured and everything you're just like come on really you know surely as a video game you want to move a little bit away from (laughs) something as gritty and real as that yeah like i feel as though if you were to make just make an anime version of him instead and it would work in exactly the same way and tell the yeah. same story. It's, it's yeah. a Far Cry game. It's the latest Far Cry game. Yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah. I think, I, yeah, I think that's it. And for a while, it was the eyes, right? The eyes are always the giveaway, and then now eyes have kind of been cracked, and, and now the, the battleground seems to be um, uh, uh, blemishes on the face. But the, you know, the hilarious thing is, aside from that opening cutscene when they're standing on a ledge and looking at sunrise. You're not looking at their fucking face the entire rest of the game. <laughs> you know, maybe in a cutscene here or there. Yeah. Um. Uh. Yeah. And you know, all that, all that effort. Um. For very little game. Um, yes. I, did you remember when um, awful movie Final Fantasy: The Spirits Within came out? Uh, and one of the things that they were boasting around, you know, that was supposed here. to demonstrate their, their chops. Yeah, was the amount that. Uh, What's the name? Aki Ross's hair cost. Yeah. It was like seven, they, seven, a team they, of 17 CGI artists yeah. spent 24 years <laughs> just well, doing her hair. They did a thing where they actually grew her hair virtually so that it would actually right. grow out of her head and it would, each strand would move individually. You know, for each as if frame. Anyone, as if anyone's like, no. Did it even come out of the cinema? I don't know. But, you know, um, they're, yeah. they're watching the film and, and she comes off and, like, and just in the middle of the cinema I just stand up like, F- yeah. fuck this. Yeah. They See, should have just made it like doesn't... Cloud's hair and that... it's just a spiky mess that just sits in his head. <laughs> Absolutely yeah. solid, you know? Yeah, yeah. Ugh. Rather than Sony Pictures spending 24 million on a fucking yeah. hair. And they can't even spell Sid right. I mean, that's the, the worst part of it all. Like, you know, a team of 17 people, you know, 14 million hours getting the hair right, and they spell Sid S-I-D rather than yeah. C-I-D. I know. Put a bit more money towards your, uh, your subtitles. Yeah. No bends. Yeah. Or, <laughs> for that matter, make a movie that isn't really fucking boring. Yeah. <laughs> I, I don't think, Like, I own, like, the special edition DVD yeah, of that one, too. but... I'm not sure I've ever seen the special edition shit or indeed the movie more than once. I know that we watched it at least once. Yeah. Because I was one of these cool kids who had a DVD player in his PC. Yeah. 
Remember, remember those days? Yeah, I, w- yeah. I watched the I watched the whole um you know the extra di- disc edition. I watched the whole thing. Um, just because I wanted to really like it because it was Final Fantasy related. Yeah. Um, it's not really good. No. This is really boring. No. It looks I really. You saw it in the cinema. <laughs> God. This is dating us. It really is, yeah. No one has ever heard of this. (laughs) Right, okay, let's move on to my last question. We both, the consensus is anime, anime, anime. Fuck hyper-realism. You're going in the wrong decision. The wrong wrong way, guys. And that's not just because we're weebs, or in any way we being fine, but it's because uh, it's anything but hyper-realism. Yep. So last one. Yes. Shooters, should they have health regen over time or health pickups? (laughs) Now, I've been playing Doom and Turok and Quake a lot. Perfect, because I was uh, actually going to say <laughs> FPSs, but then I realised Gears of War has that uh, health regen effect as well. But yeah, okay, cool. Yeah. Um, which are all health pickup games. Oh. Um, and the game, the um, oh sorry, old Dooms, not new Doom. Um, Doom, Doom Two, Doom Sixty Four. Um, <laughs> and. There's something about health and armor pickups, basically the same thing, uh, which creates a rhythm to those games. Right? I'm sure somebody who's actually good at good at thinking and writing about games has written something beautiful about exactly this, because it does change the it changes the dynamics. Right? I have to get through this bit, and then I have to find you know chop up my stuff, um, and so it creates a, a rhythm and flow to the levels, and and it. it Creates a value when you find a little secret stash because you're like, oh, okay, I was, I was gonna yeah, struggle. Yeah, and you time. learn to know where the armor pack is. And, yeah, and the, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, and uh, there's a less of a preciousness about getting hit. I mean, you still don't want to die, obviously, but if you will be taking a lot of damage as you go, um, and so that becomes part of an economy that you have to manage, should we say. Um, because everything has to be an economy. Then, when it, and also it, maybe it's just a coincidence, but also all of those games had really good level design. Um, I still, even now, when I pick up, when I uh, pop Doom up, Doom on, uh, and you're playing it, even even though it's fairly simple because you're running for a blue key card, there's lots. Of, it's just something about the way those levels are structured. Um, the fact that you can see across to different parts of the level, the the uh, secret ways around them, um, the different sty- you know, styles between corridors, walkways, and open areas, made for some really memorable levels. You know, in a way that, that I'm, I'm sure if you popped on Doom 2, you'd probably remember all the secrets from the first couple of levels, right? Yeah. Um, and the same is true of Quake and. The same is true of Turok, even though Turok has platforming. No, I guess Quake does as well. Platforming bits to it, um, which uh, a certain degree of which should probably be left in the past. 
And then when it comes to health regeneration, so your halos, you are introduced with your halos and your gears, it completely changes uh, the way you play those games. Um, because, yeah, you know, it's, it, you're never in a situation, or, you, no, or you've done really You badly. have the ability to just sort of, uh, right, shit, I'm taking too much damage. I just need to hide behind a thing for a little while. And of course, that's a stressful thing, you know, like, gotta hide, yeah. not get hit so that my health can regen and then I can go back out and, and kill them and, and of course like with Halo of course there was the the um, I think it was Halo 3 you had the ultra horrible um, mode where you didn't have health regen you just basically had <laughs> <laughs> you know don't get hit or you're gonna die yeah. you know sort of yeah. thing and that game becomes a vastly different prospect yeah yeah um, but you're never, or, or you've done really badly if you're in a situation where, like, okay, I, I uh, you know, I, which you just can't get um, unless you're under constant mild bombardment. Um, but in those other games, we do have health pickups. You'll be like, okay, I have five health. Um, I've checkpointed here. I have to get through the next section. Um, you never get that in Halo because. Yeah, like you just need place. to, yeah. yeah, you need to find your um, point where you're going to regen, and then shoot the yeah. bad guys and hope they're not going to run to you in time. You know. Yeah. Uh, but then you know, there's nothing. You know, it's not surprising that that regenerating health landed along the same time as cover shooting became popular. Yeah. Um, and. Redefined the first person shooting. And there's still a place for both, right? So you still got. Still got Here's an, in, an interesting um, allegory that's just popped into my head. Um, okay, so, if you think of health regen and lives to a certain effect as well, um, as the coins that go into the, the machine. So they are your lives. They are your your twenty five cents for per play. Um, whereas health regen is kind of like games nowadays, which don't have dying in it. You know, everything's become a little bit more. You don't die. You don't lose. You. You just have an infinite amount of tries at things. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I think the. Obviously, the advantage to the shield system is uh, you don't just hit a hit a wall, right? Um, it gives you time to figure things out, um, and then you can work out, okay, here's what I need to do to get past this next bit. Whereas yeah. those other games, it's a little bit more trial and error, right? You know, oh, I've been hit by a whatever rock, minor tool, the rocket launcher. I am dead. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I don't really know what happened. Um, so uh, yeah, so it allows a little bit less brutal, um, but then it allows you to do some clever things or you know, set up set pieces or play with the, the um, scenery so you can kind of uh, edge your way along and, and keep, your, keep your shield up. Yeah. Yeah, and just keep you your engaged. Thoughts? with the floor um i i don't know like 
I mean, the first thing I think of is Gears of War and the cover mechanic, and you have that ability to... Well, not only do you have the ability to have cover, but if the enemy does eventually come and find you, you just chainsaw them to death. Um, cheating. Yeah, yeah, cheating. Um, but also, uh, like, Borderlands, the entire mechanic is kind of based around shields and health, uh, both of which regen over time. Mm-hmm. Well, actually, no, health doesn't, shields do. You pick yeah. up um, med packs, but yeah. you you actually get shields, which have different effects. So, like, if a shield disappears, it explodes, or if a shield disappears, you get um, a sudden speed boost, or something like that. You know, you, you have these perks and abilities Sort of like the roleplay, yeah. You know, choose your tree side and equip different yeah. things. Um, I don't think I hated the the shield mechanic, um, but I guess there's a sort of video game puritan in me that misses health packs in <laughs> video games. You know, like. I mean, I know it sounds silly. Why do you miss them? Just go and play those old games, you twat. Um, but uh, I don't know. I just like like what you were saying about the flow of finding the health pack um, that has been put there by a video game level designer to make that you know an accessible thing. Or you need to get through this encounter, which becomes more in your head, you know. It's yeah. like, I know the the fire chucking zombie man is going to be there, whereas you know the guy with the rocket launchers on his shoulder, he doesn't appear till then. So if I can take take him out and then get around there, and then I can get the health pack, and who knows what lies beyond that, you know? Like that yeah. that that becomes more than shooty shooty shooty. Oh shit! Run away, hide. Get my shield back. Shooty shooty shooty. Run, hide. Get shield back because I'm shit and I get shot all the time. That's the other thing. Like, in games where there's so much regen, it's basically because you're getting hit an awful lot. It makes you feel a bit shit at the game as well. <laughs> well, also, I mean, you know, the secret secret reason behind it is for online gaming. Yeah, yeah, of course. Um, and, yeah, an online shooter, we've, we've both played them, where you die in the first five seconds just isn't fun. <laughs> no. <laughs> um, whereas a, a shield or regenerating health system, you know, can, creates a bit. You I mean you can still just keep dying in five seconds if you're really bad, uh, but it creates a bit of a, a bit of a two and a fro, and you can have a comeback, and, and obviously, potentially rounds last. Um, rounds last a lot longer, which is which is why I think that system took off, and it's no coincidence that it took off. Um, Around, the, was, around yeah, the advent the, <laughs> of the console <laughs> shooters, yeah, PC shooters been doing it for a long time. Yeah, um, yeah, uh, and it also creates like there's moments in Goldeneye, right, where uh, in multiplayer, um, and you know you have to make a mad dash for the armor or the health pack. Um, so that you don't die and the other person's yeah. trying and to hope, chase you and yeah and hope that it has regened or respawned yeah, yeah, hope, as well yeah, you know yeah. <laughs> hope that it's there hope that nobody else has taken it um, hope that you you know you don't lose your last 
block of life and you can see the you can see the, the bullet holes in front of you from somebody who's trying to shoot you and um, bring that attention. Um Yeah. So I'd say I don't know, maybe this, maybe we I would always say this just because of the vintage of gamer that we are. Um, but I, I do have a more of a soft spot for the the health pack. But then I don't play many of these games online. No. Because, uh, but also along with them regenerating health, you know, you've got the all those little tropes of, you know, oh, you've got blood on the screen, or the screen's red, um, yeah, you know, all the yeah. things saying, or you've got bullet holes on, on your camera and your screen, um, and even then, even if you do get done that way, you know, then you go into like the prone position, and then someone can come and revive you. Um, whereas I prefer the. Far more nihilistic, just you're dead. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, so, body, yeah. Explodes, body explodes. Um, or in, you know, in Doom, we used to play Doom on the PlayStation over the like, the LAN cable. Uh, <laughs> you'd just be forced to look at your dead, your pixelated dead body uh, and the other person run past um, before you, you kind of respawn. That was it. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Okay, I think um, we both land on the same sort of uh, platform there. Platform? Land on the platform. <laughs> Why did I have to make it so <laughs> abstract? You know? Don't know. We've landed on the yeah. same on the platform that is curiosity. Yeah. Anyway, I think it's time you ask me a question. Richie. Why did he bite me? <laughs> that guy's a maniac. 